0: start in 32. thirty two it says As they went out, behold they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. And when the devil was cast out the dumb spake and the multitudes marveled, saying it was never so seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said he Matthew thirty two, chapter ten. Chapter ten of Matthew sorry. Chapter two chapter ten of Matthew Verse 32 is where I'm starting. Oh, my bad, my bad. I was in nine. I was reading nine. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ten. Sorry. I was reading in nine because this little Bible right here has three chapters on one page. I was trying to figure it out. All right, sorry. 32, in red letters, it says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I, am, I, for I am come to set a man at variance against his father and daughter against his mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me shall receive him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of Pharaoh, of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward, and whosoever shall drink shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. All right, I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. i got to spit this gum out. It's getting me tongue-tied. So in these 10 or so uh, verses right here from 32 to 42, it talks about eight times how uh, they need to receive this. Okay, so if we would just receive his work and not ours, then we would be a whole lot better than if so Todd or Caleb would be in their sense and not God's sense of what he wants for our lives instead of us trying to be the ones that's guiding our life, he's guiding it, okay, and so we all need to put God first in our lives, he needs to be our first love like you've always said. Now I'm going to flip to First John, John chapter 4, 14 is where I'm going to start. Matthew what I just spoke about uh, in Matthew I thought that was going to be my message but God had a whole different story behind that message I actually needed to give that piece of scripture to a guy at work and tell him to go read it at home but I included it into this message because it relates so in 14 in chapter 4 of 1 John It says, and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be our Savior of the world, which he did. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is Son of God, God dwell in him and be in God. And we have known and believe that the love that God hath to us, God is love, and he that dwell in love dwell in God and God in him. So right there it's talking to us saying that if God's in you as a Christian and God's in your life every day, then you're going to love everybody. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if it's someone walking on the side of the road with a cane in their hand, you're still going to love them the same as you would, say, your mom or dad, for instance. And it's also telling us there that we need to love God as the Almighty because he is. We need to love him first, and then everything else falls under So it tells us that if God is in us, we can spread the light, and we can show that type of love that we need for others through God. So now I'm going to flip over to John 15, St. John. yep uh a lot of y'all know uh the youth knows so whenever I bought my dirt bike that was me i wanted it he didn't want it in my life. So the first ride that I took on my dirt bike, I took it out on the road, and it blew up. Well, that was God's way of telling me I didn't need it. <laughs> and so now he's given it to me. We've built it all back together like it needs to be, and it still ain't running as good as it needs to. Well, I mean, God's still trying to tell me how hey, you don't need it. So now I'm thinking about selling it, you know? I mean, it's just, yeah, If if I would have prayed about it, and, well, I did pray about it, and I had a lot of people praying about it. But if I would have trusted and put that faith that I had in him instead of myself and what I wanted and put him first, then it wouldn't have blown up on me. I wouldn't have had it in the shop for six, eight months. And, well, actually it was a year and three months in the shop trying to get fixed. Anyways, John 15, 12. It's kind of funny. That's why I asked Marty where he opened this morning because it, it relates. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting over there, and I was like, no way. I was like, hey, he's opening up on this. Okay, so in John fifteen twelve it says, this is my commandment that ye love one another as I loved you. So God's trying to tell us, As disciples, we are his disciples, no matter if that's taking up offering at the church, no matter if that's filling up the blessing box, no matter if that's going out to work, school, wherever it may be, and us saying, hey, let me tell you about this guy named Jesus that I know and love. I mean, we're all disciples under him. Yes, we sin, okay? And I had a, a video that I was listening to as a preacher, and he said that, uh, the, most people say that the flesh is what makes you do bad things but it ain't the flesh it's the devil that makes you do bad things because if you have truly died unto yourself which is the flesh and you washed that away when you got baptized then the flesh is gone the flesh is dead you have a new life and when that new life comes C.T. was uh, saying on one of his preachings, he said that new levels brings new devils. and I like that pretty good. New levels. If you you go and you like let me just use this for example. We all went to Tennessee. We all grew in Christ. We came back with new levels. Therefore, that's going to bring us new devils. They're going to be trying to fight us every way to try and defeat us for doing his work This morning, I woke up, and I was kind of angry because Samantha called me three times this morning trying to get something for whatever. She wanted her Bible, her earrings, and her shoes, and I was mad. I let that get a hold of me and got mad about it because of the world. I I didn't wake up and say, Hey, God, you know, help me through my day. But then when I took a shower this morning, and started praying while I was in the shower, then that's when everything started getting better. And I might not have been fully awake up here singing this morning, but I was here for the right reason. I came in here with the right mind that I needed to. Yeah. Yeah, the devil, he'll he'll try and do everything he can to get you away from what God wants you to do. He, he'd been working on me all week to not open this message up. I sat there for three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. After that Sunday, you asked me if I would teach. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I sat there and I didn't even touch my Bible. I opened it and I read it, but I didn't touch it. You get what I'm saying? I, I read it on my phone. But see, the devil was trying to make me believe that I couldn't bring a message, he was trying to tell me that I was below him. And that's not the case. Us as Christians, we're above him. We have to fight to bring forth God's will, not our will. Um, I'm going to turn to Proverbs 10, 12, chapter 10, and then start at verse 12. this, This has a story behind it, too. On the front of Lexi's Bible, it has this verse on it. No, no, her verse was the John fifteen twelve, but this is uh, something else that got a hold of me when I was trying to sit there and study and teach myself. Really, Proverbs chapter ten, and I'm going to start in twelve, and it reads and it says it's a short verse. It says, "Hatred stirth up strifes." But love covereth all sins. Love, that's the main thing that we need to focus on. God's love, when he came into our life, he washed away all those sins with his blood. He took them under his garment so we didn't have to bear the stripes that the devil has for us. We didn't have to go through certain situations if we would have just said, No, I don't need Jesus. I don't need him in my life. Let me do my will. Uh, That's what I was going to tell you about. um, When I started in 10, I was doing Caleb's will when I was trying to buy that bike. And I wanted it. God didn't want it for me. But I disobeyed him. And what did he do to me? he (laughs) whooped me. You know, that's what happens. So love covers all. So If we go out, say we're eating somewhere. We go out and we're eating and someone comes up to us and they're like, I need some money for gas or something. What's the first thing that pops in your mind? You start looking at their clothes. You start wondering where they came from and stuff like that. But if God has sent them to you, say it's an angel that's come to you and he sent them. To you, and they're asking for money, and you don't give them money. That was a blessing that you just missed. You lost it because you didn't have enough love for them to give them money. Um, I'm gonna turn to uh, First John again. I know I'm flipping a bunch of pages, but it's all love. First John chapter 7 no first john honestly yeah i know that's what i'm wondering what my notes is i'm wondering if it's just first john uh chapter 1 verse 7 but if we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So if you think about it, sin is not love. If you sin against your fellow friend or neighbor or uh, a fellow Christian in a church or um at work, if you have Christian friends that you hang out with at work if you sin against them or do them wrong that's you not showing your love that's you sinning against God too okay then I'm going to turn over to John 13 St. John (laughs) doing a lot of flipping okay verse 34 is where i'm going to start and it says a new commandment i give unto you that ye love one another as i have loved you and ye also love one another by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have loved one another so it all pointing to love. God wants us to love him more than all. Okay, we all know that. Then he wants us to love the people that's in our lives. Yes, you have a wife or husband, whatever, and you love them. Well, if y'all are married and y'all took your vows to heart and done it through Jesus, then y'all are actually one. You're not two anymore. You're one body. So when God, when you love him first and you come to him first, then he will lead everything right under him. He'll, do, he'll provide for your every need. No matter if that's bills, if it's uh, buying a new bike, if it's uh, buying, I don't know, a new car or newer car to you, he will provide. If you, if you have, let me just use this for an example. If someone goes out and they buy a new 2023 uh, Camry or uh, Prius or something like that, they buy that car being their wheel. And then two or three months down the road, that car starts you know, breaking down because it was their wheel. Well, they're going to think, man, what's going on? You know, they're going to take it to a dealership, try and get it fixed and everything. But they have to come to the realization that God wasn't in it. If God was in it, then maybe that car would have lasted five years down the road and then not had any problems. Um, I looked up some ways that you can show love. Okay, so one way is listening. So if God's talking to us, and like we're in his word, this is one way he talks to us, is the word of God. So if we listen, that's us showing love. If we listen to what he has to say, and what he wants for our lives, and where he's leading us, then that's showing him that we love him. This morning we were sitting here praying, and uh, Billy said, how many times when you're praying, do you say, I love you, Jesus? You know, that's, that's something you got to think about a little bit. How many times do you actually tell them that you love them? I, normally when I pray, I don't, you know, because that's just not how I pray, I guess. But, I mean, if we listen to this, if we listen to him, that's one way we show our love. Um, another one is affirmations. Does any of you know what affirmations is? Yeah. So, basically, if we tell God, we're like, "Man, I see Your work. It's so beautiful." If you go out to the Blue Ridge Parkway when it's the leaves are starting to change colors and fall, that's Him showing us beauty. If we see the sunrise every morning on our way to work, that's His beauty. When we see lightning. When it storms and rain, that's still beauty. I don't care who you are that thinks that lightning is not beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I know it brings destruction, but it's also beautiful. It's his work. It ain't ours. And a lot of people are like, well, Mother Nature does these things. No, it ain't Mother Nature. It's Jesus. It's God. He's doing these things. Yes, sir? A lot of people out in the world today, they're they're wanting to be different genders. They're wanting to be, okay, let's take this female and make them a male. Or let's take this guy and make them into a woman. Well, they're not searching to be different from everybody. They are in a way, but they aren't. They're searching for love. And the only love that they can find that would save them from that, and uh, save them from being so lost and blinded. It's God's, and if if we don't go out, and we just sit here in the church and we love one another in the church, then how are they going to see the same love that God has for us? They ain't going to. Um, another way is another way you can love someone is learning their love language so how do we learn god's love language well we get into his word we pray to him we see his works i mean he could be he could be doing something way way out in left field for you and you not even see it yet because he knows all things um if you don't know what God's love language is, <laughs> I put it in my notes. Then you better check up. You need to know how He shows His love, because if you don't know how He shows His love, how are you going to show it to others? You you won't show it to others. Um. You can also love someone by showing their your appreciation for the love that they've gave you or the things that they've gave you. Uh. The Lord's prayer teaches us to ask for forgiveness, than to thank, to thank Him for what He's gave us. If we thank Him for everything that He's given us and everything He's going to do in our lives, and ask for a prayer that He'll lead us, then He'll do His way. He ain't going to do our way because our way is our way. It ain't His. Because if it was his, then we wouldn't get caught up in all this mess that we get ourselves into. Every time we get into something that's not of God, what do we try and do when the situation comes up that is wrong? We either try and get ourselves out of it, which ain't going to happen, or you turn to God. Like I taught on uh, either last week or the week before when I opened about the Israelite people, how they knew to turn to God. Well, if we know to turn to God for his love and affection, then we're going to show others how to love and have affection. When you bring up your kids in the right way, they'll never depart from it. If you bring your kids up into the church, they'll never depart from it. So let's say... That someone brings up their kids in evil, in an evil household, or evil doings, well, they can still be saved. I believe that. No matter if how you was brought up, no matter how you was uh, taken care of as a kid, no matter if you was brought into a church as a kid, or if you was out in the world partying and drinking, you can still come in and get saved and make your life right, and uh, you'll go to a kingdom that is already set up for you that you had no clue was even about till you come to God. And everyone has that destiny if they would just take that step, like Peter did when he took it on the water. If they would just have the faith enough to go to Jesus, ask him, hey, what do you have in store for my life? I want to do your will, not my will. And uh, I've had to ask that here in the past two, three weeks. What does he have for me? because I don't want it to be me. I don't want I don't want to do my will and get mixed up in what his will is. I want him to lead me in what I need to be and not what I want to be. You have to separate yourself from God that way that he can take control. Um love is so powerful that you could just walk, say you walk into work on a Monday, okay? Mondays, everybody says, is the worst day of the week. But if you walk in and you got a smile on your face and you're having a good day, someone either is going to look at you and they're going to be like, man, what's he got that I don't have? Or two, they're going to be like, why is he smiling? It's a Monday. I'm going to go somewhere else, you know, and stay away from you. But those who try and linger around you, See that same light that God has in you, and they'll try and ask questions. They'll start asking questions. Hey, you know how how is how how are you so happy on a Monday when everything's going to crap? How are you happy? Well, you just tell them. You'd be like, well, the Lord's on my side. I'm blessed. Guy uh, Scotty, he uh, we was over at the fellowship hall one day, and he came up and shook my hand. He said, "How are you today?" And I was like, "I'm good." And he was like, that's the wrong answer. And I was like, what do you mean, wrong answer? And he was like, how are you today? And I was like, I'm okay. And he was like, no, that's the wrong answer. And he shook my hand, and I said, how are you today? He said, I'm blessed. And I was like, man, that's good right there. I'm blessed. So I went up to, I took that on to work, and I'd come up to someone, and or they'd come up to me, and they'd be like, how are you today? And I'd be like, I'm blessed. And they'd either agree, or they'd just be like, "Okay," and you know, walk off. You know, (laughs) that's how people are these days. They don't, they don't want to know the truth of what God has in store for them. They want to do whatever they want to do. They want to go out here and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm uh, ten foot tall and bulletproof. I can go out here and do whatever I want to, and I ain't gonna get hurt or anything like that." But we also, as Christians, we need to think that if God is on our side, then we really can do anything. And once once you get, I should say, too cocky with God, then you're going to start thinking, well, I can do anything, God's going to save me. No, that ain't the case. He'll, he'll save you in certain situations that you need to be saved from, such as car wrecks. I mean, I've saw it plenty of times when, they got in a car wreck down here at the stop sign. That could have been very bad wreck. I mean, that truck could have been like a tin can, and they all been passed away. That could have been so bad. But God, he sat there, and he wrapped his hands around them, and he didn't let it happen to them. He didn't, he didn't hurt them as bad as they could have been. If they was living for themselves, like I think the guy that hit him, I think he was angry, and he was upset, and he was doing his will. I feel like instead of God's will. If he would have been doing God's will, then he would have his brakes wouldn't have went out. He he would have stopped before he hit him. And when we when we all went down there at the wreck that day, we all showed that guy love. We all cared for him just as much as we did Scotty and Courtney. In Cause that's how we're supposed to be. That's how Christians are supposed to be today. We're supposed to love one another as God loves us. If we go out into work, school, wherever it may be and we're showing hate or we're upset and people knows that we're Christians they're going to be like man that ain't you know that. if they're living that way then anybody can live that way but that ain't the case. We've got to be different from everybody else. We have to take us out of it, put God first, and then we can show everybody else. If we start with God, we'll end with God. So if you start out in the morning and you're not praying, I'm just using this as me. I ain't trying to push nobody else. But if I start out my day and I don't pray, what happens to me at the end of the day? I get angry, upset, mad at someone something i get uh, angry at work don't want to work no more or if i started out my day praying then usually i'll end it with praying i'll go to sleep that night and i'll be like god thank you for giving me another day thank you for loving me thank you for taking care of my family my friends everyone that i love thank you for letting me be a witness to people And help me be a witness, help guide my life, and then he will. Does anybody else have anything to add? Because I think it's, it's been good. us in prayer heavenly father come today lord thank you for uh letting us be here again lord thank you for getting us here safely lord um thank you for leading me into your word lord and uh thank you for taking the devil off of my back lord and let me do your will lord and uh thank you for uh dying for us lord and shedding your blood for us lord that way that our sins can be under you instead of uh ourselves Lord and we don't have to make a sacrifice no more Lord and just thank you for giving us everything that we have and everything you're going to give us Lord and uh, just help us remember that um, everything down on this earth we're not going to take with us we're going to have treasures up in heaven with you Lord and we're going to have that mansion that you've prepared for us each and every one of us I'm sure is going to have a different mansion that we're going to have Lord we're going to be fishing out of the river made of uh, diamonds or silver, whatever it's made out of up there, Lord. And just thank you for setting that place for us, Lord. Uh, Just pray for us all as we go home and we can be safe, Lord, in Jesus' name.